Konnichiwa, everybody. It's time to crack open a cold one. Take off your pants, grab your favorite waifu pillow, and talk some anime with the fellas at Sakin. Anime! Hit the theme music. Hashtag best worst anime podcast round. I am your host with half of the most, most of the time, your favorite DM in the world of D, uh, anime D and D. I am Mitch, and with me, as always, is my professor of anime. He is the number two of my situation. Last time uh, we talked about disrespectful moments, I called him Psy. So, yes, I'm continuing the disrespectfulness. You are the, uh, God, what was his name? Uh, Gyro? Gyro? My Saitama? Genus? Genus. Genus. Yeah, Genus. That's the one. Oh my god. It's been a hot minute since uh, I watched One Punch Man. I gotta refresh myself on that. Genus. Genos. (laughs) Genos. You're my Genos. Yes, you are the robot who gets his ass kicked every time he shows up. God damn. Alright, you know what? I'll take it. He's got swag. (laughs) Yes, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I believe... We did say last week that we were going to be doing um, Black Force Energy, but we decided to make it into a two-part situation. Uh, we want to get some guests on for the Black, For- uh, the Black Force Energy episode. So this week, we are talking about disrespectful anime moments. But before we get into our topic for this week, Triple, what have you been watching and or reading this week? Well, the newest season just came out. And episodes started dropping as of recently. Uh, so I've got a couple that I can talk about, but I'll focus on like we'll we'll talk about like three. I'll, I'll we'll talk about three. You know what? Four. Okay. Just because right. like this, we can we can throw this like a little bit of a new season talk about real quick. Right. Uh, right. First one. Uh, it's this one called uh, Ontanari Miginga. Well, what's the English name for that? I have no... Uh, a Galaxy Next Door. Yeah, uh, only one episode's dropped of it, and we had a little watch party last night. We watched a bunch of the new seasons. Uh, from what I understand, um, this dude is, like, uh, raising his, his, his younger siblings, his two younger siblings, and he works as a live-in landowner for, like, a, a, a little apartment complex, and he also works as a mangaka. But his shit's oh, okay. so, like rigorous and he has so much shit he needs to get done for the manga like he's gone through like two assistants already mm, okay. uh, so female mainly shows up they do like an overnight or a all-nighter and i guess she has a fucking stinger now so i, I think she's an alien <laughs> okay, i don't we don't know 
We really don't know right now. Ones. Okay, it's okay. a weird one, definitely. I mean, I've I've watched it because like uh, we're watching for it because we found it interesting enough because it was like, oh yeah, it just might be one of those weird like expression ways of saying, oh, when I look into your eyes, it's like a new galaxy. Nah, this bitch dead ass got a like a galaxy singer on her ass, and he just grabbed that shit thinking she got stabbed by a pin, and she woke up immediately when she's like, did you just touch the singer? Uh, it was that what that is? Well, congrats. We're married now. Huh? Oh, and that, that's where the episode ends, and we're just like, oh, shit. What the hell? That does so, sound like a really interesting anime. Dude, we started laughing our asses off, because <laughs> I said it like as soon as I heard the name, I was like, wouldn't it be funny if that bitch was an alien? And they were just <laughs> like, I, I mean, possibly. I doubt it, but cool. that'd be cool if it was. And, we were like, and I, as soon as that shit happened, I was just like, I fucking called it. Um, second one, second one, um, uh, uh, Rokudo's Bad Girls. You might know this one. So the whole thing is this, this, this nerd and his two friends, uh, named Rokudo and his two friends, uh, go to this school and he's just been surrounded with like delinquents and like gangsters and bad people all his life. And he gets especially bullied by the bad girls. Um, one day he, he gets a package from his dead grandpa. And apparently it's, like, some kind of magic that they all... They, they come from, like, a long line of, like... Uh, what, what are those, like, Omnioji? Like, those, those, those uh, Japanese, like, battle priests. And uh, the scroll he gives them has some kind of fucking magic on it that cursed them. So now all the bad girls, as soon as they look at him, they fall in love. With him. Okay. So he accidentally tains, like, a fucking demon which is the main girl uh this uh so uh so hey so he so the they're uh, battle monks no i mean i i don't remember the exact words for it was i mean that didn't sound like it but that could be it um it was like some kind of family fucking heirloom they had apparently they used it to fight demons in the past yeah the only Uh, that's the only thing that's coming up is the the so he so he yeah, um, I, I, might, I might be butchering the pronunciation of that too. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's fun. And the other one uh, is, you know, we always got to add Isekai in. Um, mm-hmm. This one may surprise you, though. This, okay. and I, I mean this in full sense. Like we had a full long conversation because he was there watching with us. We finally have an Isekai that Gachi approves of. Oh my god, what, what is the name of this isekai that we are talking about? It's got a long name, so keep in mind that it's called I yeah. Got a Cheat Skill in Another World and Became Unrivaled in the Real World 2. Okay, so I saw that on Crunchyroll. Um, I'm waiting to see if we're going to get English for that because my wife um, looked interested or looked like it was interested enough. So um, I, I but- can give you like, a real quick brief explanation about it because it's only got one episode out right now. Um, think of it this way, Isekai, but Lion, the Witch, in the Wardrobe. He can just uh, go back and forth. Yeah, no, I, I, I remember, I remember seeing that in, um, because I was watching a, 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 cl- a bunch of, uh, fantasy anime that's coming out in 2023. And I mm-hmm. think that one actually was on the list of trailers that I saw. Along with the Roroni Kenshin remake and everything. I cannot describe to you how much I recommend it, because not only do I recommend it, Gachi recommends it. He thinks this is an isekai done correctly. Okay. Per his own words, I would rather watch this isekai 
than any other isekai there is because mm. I genuinely like this one. And what they do is um, they take a different approach to the whole isekai shit. Because you know the typical isekai thing is they die either before or at the beginning of the episode and they just go from there. Mm. Um, they actually have character development and let you know what the fuck was going on with this guy's life way before the isekai shit happens. Like, you don't even see him go to another world until, like, a third of the way through the episode. Mm, okay. So most of it's just focusing on how shit his life is and how much of it just he wants to be a good person. So that's all he does. But he hit like the genetic lottery for bad shit happening. Mm. So he's just like extremely overweight. He's extremely short. Um, he can't foot. He, he's courageous enough to like stand up for a person, but he can't do anything about it. He can't stand up for himself. And overall, he just has an absolutely no confidence because his parents and his family and his if he had friends just berated him when he was younger so much so that his confidence was shot so bad that he didn't even realize that like oh i got a new body now essentially and he thought he was still ugly as shit like it took everybody else freaking out at the end of the episode for him to realize do i look different it's 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 one I highly recommend if you're in it for like a different type of isekai. Okay. Because the whole the whole point of it is that like okay, uh this this dude can go back and forth between the two worlds. He if he wants to, he can just go through the door, boom, in another world, go back through the door. He's been back in his world and shit carries over. Like he still has those stats going in from like the fantasy world to the, to our world. Okay. And any of the shit he needs, he can just basically convert into money. Not by choice, but it's just like like any mob drops he wants, he can sell that and make money off it. So he doesn't need a job anymore. That is actually pretty cool. Yep. Yeah, because that, that, that reminds me of, fuck, what's that one? Uh, there was another East guy that was kind of like that that came out, uh, I think it was last season. It was the one where it was uh, the I got my wealth in another world or something like that. I don't um, remember. I, I I gotta re, I gotta look over the name, but it was basically like the whole point was they went to one world, got a bunch of money, and got basically rich in their own world. It was kind of one where they went back and forth as well. Oh, I'll have to, I'll, we'll have to figure that out later because I'm interested yeah. in that. But yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's essentially the same concept. Like it's it's that, mm-hmm. um, and it's just like what if a what if a good guy that just genuinely wanted to help people just kept to his morals and. Nice, nice. Like, like, per Gachi's words, he thinks that, like, the character does need some work, but he's not afraid to throw down if he needs to. Yeah, but we're, we're I mean, looking he at, understands. like, yeah, we're looking at first episode two, right? So sooner or later, there, there will be character growth, because usually those these guys oh, yeah, no, have e- those. E- even at this point in time right now, near the end of the episode, like, um, like, the character, like, the, the main character is willing to kill, just he hasn't had the chance or the the need to kill a human. But he's absolutely willing to kill like a monster to level up if he needs to. So it's 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 gone from like, oh my god, I nearly shit myself because I was watching this with uh, you remember Pollen, right? Pollen from uh, uh, he, our isekai, uh, yes, our isekai, yeah. Me, me and him watched it together, and um, there was a jump scare in it. I'm not going to tell you where, but the main character gets jump scared and. I wasn't expecting it. He wasn't expecting it. And we both genuinely like gasped and we were just like, oh shit. 
And I, I was just like, man, I think I, I think I might have peed myself a little bit if I was in his situation. And he just like peed yourself. I would be shitting myself, like <laughs> defecating. And I'm like, yeah, fair, fair. I same, honestly. Mm. Um, the last one I want to talk about with this upcoming season, one we watched too, was um, uh, it's actually got two episodes out right now. I think. Um, my I think it's called like My Love Story with Yamada Kun at uh. level nine 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 nine. Do you know that one? I think I, I think I saw it on Crunchyroll during my like pre- uh, I was I was perusing uh, perusing through Crunchyroll uh, like two days ago or something, and I might have seen it. I, I can't remember if I have or not. It the whole concept is it's a it's a female lead, and um, the whole concept is shit boyfriend dumps her because he's been cheating on her. She figures it out, breaks up with him. She's depressed and finds the male lead, who's not the main character, but the main lead. And um, it's just kind of like a love story between those two, I think. Okay. I read the manga for it, and it's very, very gradual. Like it's a slow, slow, it's a slow boil. Mm. Uh, but it, if you like romance, I'd recommend it for this season. I am. It's hard for me to sit down. I, romance is just one of those ones that it's you know it's up there. It's hard for me to sit down and sit through. You know, kind of like with a yeah. You're game. married. You know the reality of it. I'm yeah. a romantic. Yeah, I I, I already been. For you been it's just like, hey man. bitch, how are you? What's up, fucker? How you doing? I mean, you can just talk shit. I mean, I walk into the I walk into my apartment and the first thing I yell is woman whenever I walk into the apartment and tell her I'm home. Woman, woman, I'm home. So yeah. No. <laughs> Let me do that. She fires back with dumbass. I'm home. Yeah, usually. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, and I think we'd be in trouble if we didn't mention the whole Demon Slayer season three, I think. Season four? Season three. No, no, three. Oh, no. No, so the four, four, four. four yeah, season, it'd be season four. Yeah, because um, yeah, uh, we had the one. first arc, train arc, then we had. No, the train arc and entertainment the, uh, arc were both uh, one season. They were uh, they were halves. Yes. So Mugen Train, um, the season, was half of that season, and then the other half was uh, the entertainment district. So it would be season three. I'm yeah, super fucking. I'm super excited to watch that. Um, I think doesn't it like drop like n- this week? I believe it's already dropped. The episode's already out. Oh, oh man! I'll tell her later. no that's one we've been uh, waiting on uh to watch that's one that we're so we we've got to the point now me and my wife um from watching anime weekly that we get really annoyed because we're we're binge watchers Mm. so like doing the week to week is very difficult for us um (laughs) and i will be i'll be talking about it with the anime that i watched this week but um yeah no like demon slay is that's all i've ever known Demon Slayer is literally one of the ones that we are going to be watching like the minute we can, and it's going to be week by week. Um, and usually, when we do it, we usually go through and rewatch all of whatever's out for it. Um, so when we get ready for Demon Slayer, we're probably going to binge <clears throat> through all of Demon Slayer. And again, I know it's a joke on this podcast that I've seen Demon Slayer more times than I can fucking count, but still. Oh. <laughs> I forgot to mention, uh, I have an update. I don't know if you remember this, but a while back, I mentioned a manga I was reading called Mashal. Oh, yes, that got, that got an anime adaptation, yeah. 
It got an anime adaptation. And uh, let me tell you right now. Harry Potter. We watched it. <laughs> Harry Potter as the main character is One Punch Man. It's ba- it's basically like what, um, from what I understand and from what I actually read, because I did read a little bit of it. Oh, did um, you? Good, good, good. I, I, I read like the first like couple chapters. I didn't get too far into it. Um, it's essentially like Black Clover almost, you know, kind of like the main character doesn't technically have power, so he makes himself physically stronger <laughs> than everyone. So he doesn't really give a shit about that. He just likes working out. But yeah, yeah. Uh, per 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 our friend, our dear friend, Gachi's own words. And I, I, I had to agree with him. Um, it's literally just wizard Nazis. Just the words I, wizard Nazis kills me every time I hear it. Because like the, the more I read, like, yeah. you know, you read the first chapters. Yeah. I was just like, I, I want to disagree, but that is a perfect yeah combination of words described that i didn't even yeah. Yeah, that was an unlocked phrase to me <laughs> yeah no it, it is yeah no I, I did enjoy it though i think i will actually that's one of the ones that's on my uh read list but i have like a lot of anime or a lot of manga that i'm planning on reading um and again i will be talking about one of the ones that i'm reading right now uh <clears throat> when we get to me but yeah no um that's one i want to wait to see it all come out and then i want to sit and watch it and then if i enjoy watching the anime then i'm going to go back and read it it's it's one that you would i definitely would binge so i think it's a good idea yeah no that's, that's oh oh definitely up there you remember that one we made fun of right the isekai one the uh, isekai with the smartphone right Yes, the one, one we made fun new, of. The one that has a new season. It has yeah. a season 2. It yeah. has a season 2. And we're looking at that. I was just like my wife, how did my... this get greenlit? Me and my wife were actually getting ready to watch that because we, I think we just recently watched uh, the first season again. Season one? Yeah. Oh my God. It's so shitty. I love it's, it. It's one of the isekais that we always go back to when we can. Um, it's like that one, uh, Dare, uh, Death March um, to a Parallel Rhapsody. That's another one. Yep. Um, the other one we watch is, um, God, what's the other one? Uh, obviously Slime. We've gone back to Slime way too many fucking times. Um, but I still fucking love slime every time I watch it. I never get bored of that anime. Um, and uh, Ranking of a King got a season two, I think. I I heard that. I heard it got a season two. I haven't watched the first season yet. Um, but that's one of the ones that I try to get my wife to sit and watch it, but she just doesn't like the animation style for it. Ah, uh, yeah, it's way too. Disney. My, my wife, my wife, I, I can't say that because my wife loves Disney, but it's the fact that my, if the animation is not appealing to her, she won't watch it. So that's why we have. Ah, that's why we haven't watched uh, like Mob Psycho together. Um, when it came to Mob Psycho, I watched the first season by myself. Um, it's she won't sit and watch One Piece because she doesn't like how the uh, the character design is in One Piece. So I'm watching that by myself. Um, mm-hmm. Like if I were to like if she were to like sit down and watch these animes, I think she would enjoy it. But she just she doesn't like the animation style. Um, no, it's fair. It's fair because like the like the animation and the character design is a big turnoff, and I can understand yeah. that. Yeah, and I, I know she's like that with uh, definitely with Mob Psycho because I tried to get her to sit down and watch the first episode of Mob Psycho with me when I first originally started watching it. And uh-huh. yeah, that was one that she watched the first episode. She's like, I can't stand this animation. I'm not watching this. I'm like, that's fine. Um, but yeah. Oh, um, so is that everything you've uh, watched this week that you'd want to talk about? It, it's it's the big ones, really. There, there's a couple other, like a shitty isekai one, and there's also one about like the, the a pro- mom and dad fighting the Yakuza. <laughs> the thing is, I noticed this when we were doing our review for the seasonals. There wasn't really anything really popping out. 
from no there wasn't this this season however it actually is like i didn't notice it until we took a look at it but there's a couple here that actually pop out to me yeah and i i'm i'm probably gonna sit through and watch them i have just again i got the mountain that is fucking one piece to climb um and i'm thinking once i'm done the arc i'm on i plan on going back and re-watching all the way through and not stopping this time of uh samurai champloo because i've been holding off on that one for so long it kills me because i love the soundtrack for that and i listen to the the guy who wrote the soundtrack for that all the time so i just need to sit down and actually watch samurai champloo I'm pretty sure that was maybe the same guy who did Cowboy Bebop, right? No, it was. Uh, so the seatbelts did um, the Cowboy Bebop. It no, was I like the author, the author, yeah, the author, yeah, the author. But the soundtrack's completely different. It was from uh, an old, yeah, yeah. Japanese DJ that passed away in like twenty or two thousand eight or something like that. Yeah, yeah, they were made to be opposites. Like the yeah. uh, Champlu is like a mixed upbeat, like hip-hop, like a stuff like that, hip hop yeah. rhapsody thing, yeah. and. Bebop is more to be like a blues, blues yeah. cool jazz kind of and, thing. And I would like to sit down and actually like do um, a comparison of the two, like do an actual like full blown conversation of Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Ch- Samurai Champloo. I just need to finish finish Samurai Champloo. That is the only thing that's stopping stopping us from having that conversation. And I'm like halfway through yeah. it. It's just the matter of I've stopped and I haven't gone back to it. And when I do, it's like, uh, I forgot what's going on. I need to rewatch it. So I know it's up there. Uh, it's going to be one of my rewatches. Probably when I'm done, the arc I'm on with One Piece, I'll probably take a break from One Piece and watch Champloo and then go back to One Piece. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm more than willing to talk about Bomb Tits McGee. <laughs> but and you know what I mean, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But uh, with, uh, I think it's my turn to talk about what I've watched and or Yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. So, um, reading-wise, uh, I have officially started uh, Blade of the Immortal. Um, I was mm. holding off on it for so long, um, but now with my work schedule the way it is, um, I'm getting a lot of half-an-hour breaks at work, so I'm taking the time to read some manga. So I have the first six volumes of Blade of the Immortal, and I started reading the first uh, first three um, I only got like mm-hmm. a chapter in to it right now, but I'm fucking loving Blade of the Immortal. Um, for anyone who's listening to this, um, by the time this comes out, our Isekai um, series or episode one should be out. And my character is actually named after the main character from Blade of the Immortal. That's where I got the name for that. So that is the, the influence behind that character. Um, and I, I, again, I'm loving it. Um, as soon as I read what I have, I plan on watching the anime, um, that is on, uh, Amazon. I know it's, it's one of those ones where they shoved so much of the, like the 300 or something, um, or like the 20 or whatever volume, how many volumes it is now, um, until like one season. So I know that's going to be what I'm going to be dealing with, but I want to watch the anime just to give it a shot. Um, and yeah, and again, I'm reading that. Uh, watching wise, I am close to Ernie's lobby. I think it is. Ernie's. Ernie's. Yeah, I'm. I'm close to the lobby um, arc in Water Seven at the moment. Um, literally just at the point where they're leaving, and the big storm is coming. Um, and one of one of the things I do want to uh, honorable mention of this week's um. Uh, topic is the uh, disrespect that Zoro had with that chimney. Um, 
it's one of the only enemies that he has lost to. The little joke that I saw on a um, Grand Line review when they were talking about 50 facts about Zoro. Um, so yeah, uh, that's that's where I'm at right now in the anime. Um, and then with me and my wife, we binged through uh, Bow Fury. So we're caught up on what's out for Bow Fury. Um, I don't want to get hurt, so I maxed up my defense. Um we're mm-hmm. rewatching mm-hmm. since it's all done now. We're rewatching the uh, Genius Princess, um. So we're gonna be finishing that one up, and then we have a couple other ones that we were watching. Uh, the heroes who gave up on the world to try and save it. Um, that one's on. Uh, we plan on watching that one very soon when that one's all done. Um, and then we have To Your Eternity. I think we're on like the last two or three episodes. We plan on watching that soon. Um, oh, depression, yes. <laughs> when you want your daily dose of sadness, that's what you sit and watch. Um, and I think that's all about it that we've watched anime wise. Um, it's just basically a lot of rewatching of what we were watching because we switched uh, to watching something else at the time. So, yeah, that's where we're at um, anime wise. And uh, I think with that being said, I think we can top or go into our topic for this week. This week, we are talking about the most disrespectful moments in anime. Um, could be during a fight, could be um, a character just being an absolute dick, um, and going from there. And I want to talk about the first one, and that one is Small Knife, Big Wound, One Piece. Mm. So if you watch Watch Mojo, they did do this uh, conversation, and it did kind of spark... Um, me bringing this in and it was the first time we got to see uh mihawk dracul mihawk uh shows up sees zoro and when zoro challenges him to a fight he looks at him and goes this knife is the smallest thing i have so i'm ready to fight and goes no he was just like straight up just like yeah i'm sorry i would use something smaller but this is the only thing i have on me so sorry he takes what looks like the smallest knife possible that was in the cross around his neck and fights Zoro and goes to defeat Zoro with said little knife and completely ruined my mark. This is like the moment that made me like uh, Mihawk was when he just showed up like, mm, you're not worthy of me at my full power. Here's a butter knife and just destroys Zoro. And yeah, that is definitely one of the most disrespectful moments I remember in anime. On the topic of One Piece, I think we need to bring up uh, a couple more. Okay. There is a couple here. Uh, oh, uh, Usopp and Luffy. Um, that entire fight in Water 7. Bro. I find that is the most disrespectful fight because Luffy went into a fight with Usopp, who was, like, badly injured. And, I mean, Usopp gave him a good fight. It's the fact that Luffy could have ended that fight at any moment because of how bad Usopp was, but or he fucking went full ham of what he could at that moment and fucked up Usopp like bad. And mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, it's also the situation where Usopp was basically leaving the, the straw hats at that moment. So no, yeah, no, no. He was being a little punk bitch yeah. and Zoros and he Luffy was going to let him on. And Zoro was like, no, 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 no. He disrespected you as a captain. You can't let that slide because if you let that slide, he's going to keep doing it. And if he keeps doing it, it's going to cause a rift. And if you do that, I'm leaving the crew. Yeah. So choose. Do your job as a captain or I leave right now. Mm. Because you need to be the captain. 
I will only accept you as a captain. Yeah, and and that's definitely Water Seven was definitely a lot of like the straw hats starting to like you're seeing the cracks in the foundation of that group. Um, you know, with mm-hmm. Robin leaving, but then you learn that Robin's ba- I mean, spoilers for anyone who hasn't watched One Piece. Um, Robin basically it's been out for like twenty years. Yeah. And this arc's been out for a while now. So basically Robin leaves the Shaw Hats to help CP9 um, to basically save them from being Buster called, uh, which is basically um, all of the Marines show up to fuck up shit. So she basically offered to help them to save them. And it's just uh, played off as she basically left them to basically be part of CP9. And you don't learn about that till. Iceberg basically tells them, hey, she chose to join you or she chose to go with them to save you all. So, yeah, that's definitely one of the disrespectful moments uh, also from One Piece. Um, Triple, you're further in it, so you probably have a lot more disrespectful <clears throat> moments than, uh, uh, than I I was actually going to bring up one earlier. Okay. Uh, Bellamy. Oh, God. Yeah, no. The whole that I remember that because I that's where I actually left off in the manga um, was actually right about that part. Um, basically if anyone doesn't know, um, these, he was like one of the, like, for, like devil fruit, uh, Bellamy has like devil fruit, he, he, which is, the, he was a captain of his own crew that happened up pretty early on. Yeah. And he was just essentially like a huge fucking bully and he acted as a gangster for the town he was in. Yeah. And what he did was, uh, at the time they didn't know who Luffy was. So they started talking mad shit. They started talking a gang in front of everybody. And Bellamy thought he was hot shit because he had like a high bounty, mm. well, a relatively high bounty at yeah. that time. And um, what? He, and he talked so much shit, he forced essentially Luffy to come up and actually confront him after getting into a fight, and started talking mad shit again in front of Luffy's crew, in front of Luffy, in front of the townspeople, in front of his own crew, mm. in front of literally everybody. And then immediately popped off into his ultimate attack, which since he was like a, a spring man, he literally just like turned himself into spring, started springing all over the fucking place, moving at like Mach 5, and was just like, yeah, 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 I- I'm gonna fucking kill you, I'm gonna fucking kick your ass. And immediately he just got knocked out on one patch by Luffy, who didn't even speak anything. He didn't say anything, he just looked at him. When he went in for a punch, Luffy just knocked his ass out. One hit and then walked away, didn't say a thing. Yeah, and I, I also love the moment that um, basically Luffy and Zoro just took everything. And they took, like, everything. Like, bottles were being thrown at them. Um, they were getting insulted by Bellamy and his crew. And they just stood there and took it. Like, Zoro, Nami was like, what are you guys doing? Uh, stand up, be men, and fight. But Zoro basically said it. I think it was Zoro's the one who said it. Is that... Um, to lower themselves to their level was basically pointless. And mm-hmm, they just yeah. stood there and took it. And then they left. Like, that was, I mean, that was probably one of my favorite Zoro moments too, Zoro and Luffy, is that despite these pirates insulting them and, call, and you know, basically talking shit about them, they basically just stood there and took it. You know? And yeah. I think that's probably, and I've said this before, like, Luffy... It's probably one of the only MCs next to Ichigo that I actually like. Um, I I can't stand a lot of MCs in anime because they're it's all cookie cutter, and they're all they, they all feel the same. And um, yeah, I know Luffy and Ichigo are the only two I like because they're the ones that will basically 
step up when it needs to be stepping up. And when they need to stand down and take the shit, they will stand down and take the shit, you know? And yeah, yeah. they know. Um, I think that's, unless you have something else you can, cause I'm sure there are plenty, but like off the top of my head, I can't think of anything more. Yeah. There, there's, and I'm sure there are, there, there's a lot, there's like so much at that point, like where you're at in like one piece that like, we can never really name a bunch, but I just don't have anything to think of. Yeah. I, I have, but those are the big yeah. ones to that point when in one piece, hmm. um, I think we should move on to, um, one that we can use a lot of examples for. And that is, um, one I know me and you were talking about previously. Before this the session started, and that is Bleach. Oh God, yeah. There's there's so many moments in Bleach where it's just some sort of disrespect. Um, there was one I remember the most. It was uh, when Chad. It was in Waco Mundo. Chad had his big fucking moment where he got you know the the uh, El Diablo, and he got the El Diablo los huetes. Yeah. He had that, and he had this moment. Then they go into Waco Mundo, and then fucking dickhead with this with the double ended uh, scythe so- shows up and fucking just one shots him. Like yep. the level yep. of disrespect. Like Bleach does that a lot, where it's these characters have their hype moments, but then they get fucking right knocked down to their fucking uh, right back down to earth from like higher, stronger enemies. And I yeah, that's definitely one of those disrespectful moments. You, you you started off easy too. That was one of the lower disrespects too. Yeah, because like one of the higher disrespects is what Ichigo or what Aizen did to Ichigo oh. when they first met. <laughs> yeah, the stopping the theme song with his finger. I have never before seen it in fucking anime at all. Oh, yeah, so no. so get this. This the the the, the 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 this is the end of the Soul Retrieval arc where essentially they were trying to save Rukio, and what happened here was. <laughs> Uh, Ichigo succeeded. He fought off uh, captain levels at that point. He found he got a Bankai. He was got done with this fight. He was feeling good about himself. He he succeeded. He won. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, hey yo, main villain Aizen here is just like, yeah. By the way, um, I planned literally all of this. Yep. Um, speaking of which, Yoink just grabs Rukia, the chick they were trying to save. The entire t- like the entire series at that point. This is like what. 70 125 episodes to that point uh yeah like 100, 120 episodes yeah something like that yeah they were trying to save her ass and and it's just like and aizen was just like yoink stabs her in the fucking chest pulls out like our, essentially what was her heart at that point yeah and they, they were able to save her because like it it was just shoved into like the key guy she was wearing and um it, it's this like this little pa- it's like this power source of like infinite energy mm-hmm. that's able to grant wishes and that's what he wanted the entire time. He just needed to grab it. So he does that. And while he's doing that, Ichigo and uh, Grinji team up. And they're like, hey, yo, I got one last attack in me. And Ichigo's like, yeah, I can get a big one off real quick. And uh, they all work together. And Ichigo's about to just slash the throat of Aizen. And Aizen just stops it with the finger. And at that single fucking point in time, he stopped Ichigo's theme song. Yeah. I have never seen a motherfucker in anime no. stop the main character's theme song with a finger. Yeah. And, that's, and that's that was I've never heard of that happen. And that is always brought up when people talk about like great villains in anime is that very moment where fucking Aizen just stopped Ichigo's theme song with one finger. No. And then and then he tapped the blade and cut him in half, and he was just like, oh. Oh, I was trying to cut you completely in half. I didn't get your spine? Damn, you're pretty sturdy. Whoopsies, I guess I must have not been trying too hard. All right. Well, you did a good job, so I guess I'll let you live. 
All right, I, I got a, I got, a, I got another good one from Bleach. Uh, as soon as we oh yeah, go go ahead. I'll let you finish what you're go saying ahead. first, then we'll go into the next I, one. I, there's nothing else to explain. He did that and then got away scot free. All right, he literally dipped and like the head captain stared him down with the entire rest of the captains showing up, including the strongest Soul Reaper, and he damn well knew. Mm. He stared him down as they were getting just fucking Star Trek up into Hueco Mundo. They're just like, yeah, no, we win. Yeah. And Yamamoto's like, fuck it. This bitch wins. Uh, God damn it. I, I have a couple. And he's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, I, I definitely have a couple from this one. Then because he, then this he, one, this anime has a lot of disrespectful moments for sure. Then he did that, 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 that tight ass fucking like the hair slick where yeah. he just like greased back his hair with no grease and turned like from like, oh yeah, this, this guy has a, has a, has a nine to five job where he makes about 70 to 125K a year. Yeah. And uh, he's a very respectful profession. He's probably a dentist. And then he just turns into, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, your daughter calls me daddy. Yeah, too. I was about to say, it goes. And from, I'm just like, what the fuck? It goes from, oh, I get called daddy because I look like a dad to, I get, or your girl call, or your daughter calls me daddy. It, it's it, the, 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 the switch that was fucking astounding. Yeah. Not to mention the entire time he was also clapping, uh, he two guys, girls cheeks. Yep. Too. Like it was heavily, like it's not even heavily implied. They just, without saying it, they basically said that this man was clapping cheeks uh, to get her in an emotional attached state hmm. so he could use her as a pawn. The man's a demon. The man is a demon. Now, I guess we can move on to yours because, like, if I keep talking <laughs> about that shit, I'm going to have to start next week's segment now, and I can't do that. Um, first time we see Renji and, um, uh, fucking, uh, oh god, uh, god names escaping my head. Yakuya? Yakuya, yeah. The first time we see them and Renji just shows up and fucks up Ichigo. That entire and then, fucking fight. And then Biaki just slow riders, just fucking Ichigo. Yeah, yeah, just walks up, fucking knocks Ichigo fucking to the point where he's about to die and just walks and they all just walk away. And Rukia's He was so fucking proud too, and then Ichigo got that power boost yeah. and he's like, Yeah, yeah, I could feel I'm feeling myself yeah. now. I got this. And next thing you hear us, why is everything cold now? And then he just looks over and just sees Biakio like standing like what a hundred, two hundred feet away, yeah. and just holds up like the tip of his sword and he says, You're slow. Yeah. Ah oh, fuck. <laughs> and uh another another good one, uh Thousand Year Blood War arc. Um it is the Yuhaba and um Yamamoto. Uh, oh, that, that dude, second I'm fight. Still traumatized. Second fight. So when Yamamoto goes fucking all out against a fake Yuhabaha, and then he just shows Yuhabaha. up and fucking just fucks up Yamamoto in like one move, like the level of mm -hmm. disrespect. Like this dude fucking went fucking balls to the walls, full power, and you just showed up and fucking just cut him down. You know, it literally it was astounding too, because that was like such a like a baller move on Yuhabok's part mm -hmm. too. That like it was straight up just like, oh my god! Not only did you just get physically outpowered, you got mentally outpowered too, because this motherfucker planned around your plan, which was to not have a plan. Yeah, because he was so cocksure of himself. And then they did emotional fucking warfare on him by like killing his best friend and then destroying like the place that he sleeps at essentially. Mm -hmm. Oh dude, you were absolutely correct in saying you Habak disrespected oh, yeah. that motherfucker. And then him going after each and then him in the fight with Ichigo too. Like the we get Ichigo coming in fucking full head of steam and then he just fucks him up too. 
like that was another one you know that was another like when they first met like that fight was disrespectful too like ichigo was Not- struggling to get out of this unbreakable prison finally gets out shows up starts saving everybody and then he gets fucking cut down again like not to mention he breaks like they break his bonkai. Yeah. You your shit can't be repaired if your bonkai breaks. Yeah, no, that's it was straight up like nothing we didn't even talk about the fact that Yamamoto got his fucking bonkai stolen. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And then they just cut off his hand again just to disrespect him and then broke his fucking uh Zanpakuto. Yeah. No, that that bleach definitely has its fair share of like heavy, like disrespectful moments. Um, and again, God, this, this another one we could literally go into a full blown conversation and break into the next season, but uh, the next episode. But I want to talk about another one. Um, it is a small. It's basically one episode, but it's One Punch Man when um, uh, tor- or tornado meets uh, Saitama for the first time, and he calls her a lost child. Oh yeah, <laughs> he goes. <laughs> Wait, who- she- who allowed the sassy lost child be in? Yeah, yeah, like he every, that entire episode, like she is like showing major dis Saitama as a whole shows major disrespect to every villain that he goes up against because these villains are wrecking shit. Like they are having their moment where they're beating all the heroes. Then Saitama shows up, one punches them, and it's like, oh, that wasn't really fun at all. And it's like, dude, he was literally just fucking up all of the fucking heroes that showed up that are high-ranking members, and you just one-shot him. Like, and a character who shows up that is literally a god-level threat and Saitama literally beats him in, like, three shots is fucking astounding. Like, this an- mm-hmm. I get this anime is very much a parody of, you know, superheroes and stuff like that. It's a parody as of, of the genre as a whole. And, yeah, like, him showing up and, like, one-shotting these guys, it's just unbelievable and like the mosquito fucking queen too like he just that whole entire thing was he gave that credit to fucking genos too he's like hey you got it good job buddy the thing that kills me though is that he beat the mosquito queen buck ass naked too like he was oh, yeah, naked no. the entire time just the casualty that he does everything yeah. is just disrespect in its entire being and I think, and, like, and uh, again, another one too is like the whole hero society disrespecting Saitama. Like the fact that, you know, he blew through all their tests and they still made him a low ranking hero was astounding. You know? Well, it's not, it's not only that. It's not like they don't recognize yeah. him. It's just that King accidentally takes credit for all <laughs> yeah, the shit. Yeah, I remember that episode. It's just straight up like, yeah, just King happens to be in this, in the area when it happens and yeah. he looks as scary enough yeah. where they're like, yeah, no, we believe that you did it. And he was just like, but I, no, you did it, right? But I did, no, 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 you did it. We good. You, you, you don't need to explain to us. Yeah. It was just like, oh, oh, okay. And they don't think Saitama can because like, Cape Baldy. Yeah, no, that's definitely one of those ones where there, there was some disrespect there. That's for sure. Um... One, because we've been talking about a couple mainstream ones, so we can go back into it, but there's one I'd like to talk about, too. Um, Hunter Hunter. Oh, God. Do you know which one I'm about to talk about? Uh, is it with, um, God, was it with Pito? No, but that's a good yeah. one. That's not disrespect, though. That, that was just terrifying. Yeah, that was terrifying. But um, I'm talking about 
how fucking uh what's his name? Uh Hisuka? Uh no, there was a no, lot no, of moments no, no. Was, where, uh, where Hisuka just fucking just was like big dick energy the entire time, you know. Like he shows up, he's like, mm, you're not worth it, and he kills them in like one shot. You know? <laughs> like you know, Hisuka's got a lot of moments where he's just like full disrespect like when they were trying to get to the i think it was floor 100 or something um and they couldn't pass him without learning then and he was like full-blown exerting all of his like hatred and it was causing gone and Kilwa to step back and walk away like the levels of hey you can't come up here without me allowing you to come up here kind of thing you know hmm well, we we we, we but keep going into there. We can talk about the whole. Here, you can have the arm. Yeah, take the arm. Yeah, I don't need it. You can take take the other arm. Yeah, that was the most disrespect because he didn't even remember who he was. He was just like, yeah, you you kind of interested mm-hmm. me at first. I forgot about yeah. you, and you have no. I have no interest in you anymore because I found something better. Yeah. But I, I I guess I could put. You want it? You know what? Here, I'll make it easy for you. Cut off my arm, please. No, 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 take it. Take the arm. Take the arm. Take it. Good, good. Now have the other arm. Yeah, I'm going to beat your ass like that. And then he did, because he literally used his ability, which was like bungee... Or yeah, bungee gum, yeah. Was it bungee yeah. gum? Bungee yeah, gum? Uh... To literally sock him with his dismembered <laughs> arm so hard, he fucking passed out. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm referring to... Is Kurapika bringing a shovel to the fight? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I remembering which one you're talking about, yeah. Kurapika... Okay, so... so Kurapika is this dude who is... He's essentially the, the Sasuke of Hunter Hunter. His entire... He comes from a clan that has, like, these red eyes that make them, like, very good specializing shit. They're very good at, uh... Being able to just, like, uh... Once, once their eyes awaken, they're able to, like, uh... They're basically adapt to men very yeah, quickly. Yeah, he's basically... Uh, they're able to specialize. Yeah, basically when um, Karapika's eyes uh, flare up and turn red, um, he's basically able to access like almost every like form of um, men. Uh, but it's only when he does it with his eyes, though. Yes, uh, but it, the whole thing was he comes from a clan and his entire clan could do that. Then the Phantom Troop, who's like, like the, the, the main antagonist for one of the early on parts, Wiped out his entire clan. So Kurapika is the last one alive. His whole shit stick is that he wants to kill the entire Phantom trope so he can get revenge for his clan. One of the members, I forget his name, but he's the big yeah, burly yeah. dude. Um, yeah. literally started talking shit because he found him and he was like, "Yeah, no, no, I'll definitely accept the fight. Like, I'm willing to, for- I'm willing to have the smoke with you if that's what you're asking for." He was like, "Cool, cool. We'll meet at this location." So he brought a so Kurapika did the most dang, like the most psychotic shit was and he brought a shovel to the fight to bury the corpse when he was yep. done. And that's definitely going to be up uh, next week as well. Um, definitely bringing that up uh, in our conversation of Black Force uh, energy, because mm-hmm. that is definitely one of the moments where he's like, yeah, I sh- have very little respect for you and you are going to die here's the shovel that i'm going to bury you with basically i think i need to bring this man up first and foremost before we even go any further 
Um, because I will I will be damned if I don't bring this man up when it comes to disrespectful shit. Uh, Yujiro Hanma from fucking Baki the Grappler. Okay. I, I'm I'm unaware of this, so you can go off um and talk about it. Okay, so you know how me 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 and Gachi have explained Baki the Grappler to you before, right? How it's like it's, it's psychotic shit. It's basically like all the um the 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 myths behind martial yeah. arts if they were real. So. Yujiro Hanma is Baki's dad. It is the he he is the sole reason Baki wants to get strong, uh, because and I, I shoot this not to you. His dad once uh told his mom the only reason I'm giving you a child for me is so you can raise him to be strong enough that I can actually have fun in a fight. This is this is the old one too. This is old school Baki when he was like 13 or some shit, and. He was like, I'm ready. You're ready for the smoke. All right, you, you fermented long enough for me. Let me see if you're ready. And um, after, literally, this is like the peak, like the, the end of like the first animation for Baki. This is him going after everything fucking happening. Uh, Yujiro Hanma arrives to the scene. Everyone's so cocksure that Baki has a chance. And then an earthquake starts happening. And Baki's like, oh shit, I'm going to have to reschedule the fight. And, he, and his dad looks at me and goes, no, 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 son. Don't you worry. Papa's here. You'll always be safe when I'm around. So he just kind of crouches on the ground, feels around, and then punches the ground so hard the earthquake stops. God damn. And just says, all right, time to start the fight. <laughs> and he was like, I'm going to die. <laughs> damn, Baki put in work. Baki tried, and he was just he was like, while Baki is like doing his absolute best to beat the shit out of his, out of his dad, I'm talking kicking him in the throat, eyes, all the weak points, trying to gouge his eyes out. His dad's not moving. His dad's not blocking. His dad's not dodging. He's just letting him hit him. And while this is happening, he turns to the crowd of like all Baki's friends that he's made, his family members, and his mom, and he goes, "Yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's tickling me a little bit. Good job." Uh, anyway, uh, time to begin the ass whooping and proceeds to beat this motherfucker so hard. He's literally punching Baki's head into the, into the crater that he made in the ground and just keeps laying on until eventually his mom's like, okay, uh, I got to stop this and tries to fight uh, like, or try to stop him and bite him and tries to do that shit. And he's just like, hmm, you dumbass bitch. And then proceeds to snap her spine Ooh. right then and there in front of Baki. Ooh. And he killed her right then and there. Damn. And this literally gave Baki the drive to want to be stronger than his dad. And per his own words, he doesn't give a shit if he's the second weakest in the world. All he wants to be is above his dad. But his dad is known as, and I shit this, I gotta, I gotta move the mic closer, hold on. His dad is known as the strongest creature in existence. Not human, not mammal, not animal creature damn his dad literally so dangerous that multiple countries including the united states states have a agreement and a ceasefire with him and they have multiple uh satellites tracking his positions at all times so much so that like if anybody's using gps in his vicinity everything will shift a bit because every other satellite's making way for this one that kind of gives that reminds me of like oh my god it's him it's jason 
Jason. Brother, it's straight up just like that shit because he makes a habit of whenever he's bored, fucking somebody up or fucking something up because he can't get bored. His introduction was him fighting a fucking polar bear because he was bored. In like the newest like season of Baki, like on Netflix, literally his like he, like Baki thinks he's ready enough to fight his dad. So he asked him, he's like, after he gets done, like, fighting Muhammad Ali Jr., who perfected Muhammad Ali's, like, fighting style and is, like, straight up willing to kill Baki, Baki knocks him out in one punch and proceeds to, like, almost choke him out to death and says, I'm willing to kill him. And, like, Muhammad Ali stepped in and basically punched him. And he's like, sorry, I know, I know I interrupted the fight. And that's, like, something that can't be forgiven. If you need to kill me, go for it. He's like, nah, I would have killed him. I would have killed your sons. That's fair. So he turns to the crowd, and that's where he just, like, he notices his dad. He's like, so, you think it's time yet? And, like, his dad just kind of like, oh, oh, it's time. It's time, buddy. Mm-hmm. And he looks over to, like, the, the person who runs the underground tournament that they fight in. He goes, set a date. We're fighting. So to, like, basically give his formal acceptance to Baki, to fighting Baki, you know what he does? He kills a dinosaur-sized elephant that uh, that the like the militaries were setting up to fight and kill, because it would have turned the savanna or the the the, resor- the the reserve that they're on into a desert. So, Han- Yujiro Hanma, Baki's dad, kills the elephant by beating it to death with his bare hands, and then proceeds to eat the elephant. And then walked away. I am giving you little bits of the disrespectful mm. shit. I'm going to go over him in next week's episode on Black Air Force yeah. Energy. You'll learn fully what that man's capable of. I'll go into detail then. But for right now, no, this is the most disrespectful man I've ever seen in anime to this day. I've seen a lot. I'm called the professor of anime for a fucking reason. <laughs> I have never seen a disrespectful, a more a person more disrespectful than Yuji Hama. Mm-hmm. I shit you not in this with the manga where it's currently at, how he states he sees the world is he only sees himself as the, uh, the one true man of the world. Everybody else is women compared to him. So that's how he sees literally everybody women. There is no men. It's only him and women. That is, per his own words, that's how he sees the world. That is very... He's disrespectful beyond belief. Alright, I have... I have a, um, I think we'll throw in a couple more, and then we'll call it an episode, because uh, you do have to go to work uh, tomorrow, from what you were telling me. Um, so, yeah. uh, this is one of my favorite ones. Um, basically, all of Battle of God. Um, when uh, Beerus is for, first introduced... Um, and shows up on King Kai's planet and basically fights Goku. Goku goes to his highest power level, which is or his highest form, which is Super Saiyan three, and Beerus basically flicks Goku in the head and knocks him out of Super Saiyan. Like Beerus is definitely one of those interesting characters because he has so much power and he knows it, and he literally mm-hmm. flaunts it. Like, uh. During uh, when he was on the the cruise ship and everyone was attacking him, um, you had fucking Majin Buu get basically whooped like it was nothing. And Majin Buu was basically one of the strongest enemies they fought to date. Um, again, uh, one of the strongest 
uh, characters in Dragon Ball Z, which was Gotenks, got fucking swatted on his arm and basically broke his arm. Um, and the levels of disrespect this man shows to another man's wife, unbelievable. When he bitch slapped um, Boma and Vegeta goes full-blown angry Super Saiyan and Vegeta lands punches on Beerus and puts Beerus on notice at that time. Blows my mind. And Beerus is shown to be so disrespectful in all of basically Dragon Ball Super that, yeah, no, this dude is definitely Black Force energy as well. And he will be brought up on my conversation next week as well. Uh, just from. He's only ever exerted himself yeah. once, to my knowledge. Yeah, and when he fought Goku, he barely used like 5% of his power level. And Goku was super oh, yeah, sad no. god. And that was like Goku's strongest. Even form. even as is right now, with with the current standards, um, it took like a fully powered up Vegito when they were fighting Broly yeah. for Whis to say, Oh, you might be as strong as Beerus yeah. now. Like had to go Vegito had to go Super Saiyan Blue, and that was just oh, you're almost there. Like it's very you are you are almost there. If not, you're on even playing field with Dragon them Ball, now. Dragon Ball Z has a very strong uh, has a very long lineage of characters who literally show up and basically one shot everybody and be like, nah, boom, gone. You know, I don't even I think we need to talk about bringing in Black yeah, Frieza. God. I'm I'm excited for that to get animated because I love the fact that fucking Frieza in his new form one shotted Goku and Vegeta at their strongest forms. You know. Uh, and yeah, that's definitely one that I'll definitely be bringing up is Beerus and maybe even Frieza. Like Frieza is definitely worth a mention on there. Um, another one I want to throw out there that's really fun is Escanor. Um, the dude is literally the embodiment of pride. Uh, he is the, the he is oh, the yeah, lion absolutely. sin he's of pride, most... and he is his whole thing is he's very disrespectful because that is the mindset of I am stronger than everybody. You know, the only person who's really stronger than me is Meliodas, essentially. And because every time, or uh, so... No, he still disrespects Meliodas. He still thinks Meliodas is uh, under him. Well, again, <laughs> yeah. The only reason he listens to him is because Merlin yeah, does. and he's a simp for Merlin. So, yeah, like, the first time we see him and he goes and fights one of the uh, the commandments, and basically, the level of disrespect that this man shows towards one of the stronger, like the creatures that are basically made to combat them. Uh, he just goes full fucking form. He goes, you're not worth my time. Basically you are weak. You are worthless. And basically goes to proceed and beat the living shit out of this fucking commandment. Like it's astounding. The level of disrespect that this man has towards everyone who breathes. It is astounding what that man is fucking capable of. Um, there is one I could bring up right now, but that is for a Manwa that got a not so good season. So I don't know if they're going to continue it. Um, and that's like so far in the future that like I don't know if people are even going to get to that. It's like got a high school. Yeah, I've I, I haven't watched. And I wouldn't it. even really call it disrespect. It's just like what this dude's fucking possible of. But it's literally just Satan in that. <laughs> like that motherfucker. Like um, at one point, I think his I don't remember his exact ability. I think he has like the ability to like copy 
and then like multiply the ability of people he sees. So I think at one point he copied uh, the cloning ability that Mori Jin had, and just right off uh, clock, they uh, I think the number he gave them was like some absurd number, like a two hundred quadrillion clones. And I was looking at that, I'm like, yeah, we've officially reached levels of bullshit that just, this 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 shouldn't be a thing anymore. I'm like, that's such an end note, like, just to put into perspective, I think there's only, like, trillions of atoms in the universe right now. Like, legitimately speaking, I don't remember the exact number, but, like, how, uh, just for instance, how many atoms are in a human... Here at, here at Talking Anime, we love to educate our uh, fellow listeners on all things that are not anime. So yes, you are all going to learn... The human, the, human, the human body contains about 1 billion, billion, billion atoms. Jesus. That's a, that's that a lot is of atoms. 10 to the 27th power. So that is 10 with 27 zeros Jesus. at the end. Okay, yeah, that's a lot. This motherfucker made more than that. Damn. He made 200 quadrillion. Okay, hold on. I found the, I found the image of it. I found the image. 200 quadrillion, 9,600 trillion, 7,450 billion estimated clones. Damn. It is absurd the level they get out in that shit. But yes. Um Do you have any ones you wanna add in last minute? Um I have the one of the ones that I love, uh one of the animes that I love, um and uh the level of disrespect that happened in this scene. Oh god, I gotta just remember the which scene it was exactly. Um it was um the demon of are uh, the fucking what is uh oh the fucking uh demon yeah King demon Academy. king academy when he is in the fight with the guy the three second rule and yep. he is snaps his fingers kills the guy snaps his fingers revives him and he's doing this constantly over and over and over again like the the other thing too is that was him letting him yeah. off too because I think at one point he's like yeah no I cursed you to where like the sound of my heartbeat is hurting yeah. you now. So me existing is now making you physically yeah. in pain. Like, th- and then the fight, like later in that episode where they summon like the giant Colosseum and he fucking just fucks everybody up. Like, definitely one of my favorite moments. Um, you mean where he picks up the entire yeah, castle? And, yeah, the fucking guy literally is uh, gets dies, comes back two thousand years later, and goes through the fastest growth spurt in anime in literally a month goes from being a toddler to being a grown-ass man um and no it was like it was a month yeah, he was a month was a old month. but like he immediately turned himself into a kid in like what five seconds yeah, after being born like that like it was crazy and yeah no like the he has he has a lot of moments where he is like majorly disrespectful so the, and i'm excited for the next season because the new season is airing now um so i am hopefully going to be watching more of that um 
Another one I want to throw out was, um, God, there's so many ones that come to mind. It's hard to just pick one. Um, uh, if you if you got one, go ahead and throw one out. I'm gonna have to sit. I'm gonna have to sit here and think of another one that was major disrespect. I mean, we could talk about the time like Itachi. We could God, talk about Itachi. There's so many in Naruto too. Naruto is definitely one of those ones where it's like, especially when it was like fucking um, like anything with Sasuke or Itachi. Yeah, for sure. There's like levels of disrespect there. Um, I. Speaking of which, let's talk about the. I'll bring up the one that uh, involves both of them. When uh, Itachi uh, was going after Naruto with yeah. Kisame, after he started going on that training yeah, trip OG with Jiraiya, and and proceed in like as soon as Sasuke pulled up on Itachi, he was like, "I'm gonna kill you." He looked at him and was just like, "Bro, you ain't even worth me staring at." Yeah, you're fuck? not angry enough. You ain't strong you're not enough. Angry enough. He's That's just what like, he said, "Is that he grabs him by like the throat." Pins him to the, the wall and then slams him and then starts punching the shit yeah, out of him so hard that the wall behind him is breaking and he is making a crater and just says, nah, that's not enough. All right. So here, relive the death of our entire family, like for the next 72 hours real quick. And he basically over and over and over yeah, again, he basically said, like, come back and find me when you're angry enough because there's not enough hatred in you for, towards me. And yeah. Yeah, bro. Dude, I was looking at that. I'm like, bro, that is your brother. And he's just like, yeah, you know that thing that severely traumatized you to the point that you are now antisocial. Everything about you is resolved around me. I did it to you like one time for like a couple hours. Yeah, I'm going to make you go through that exact thing. But for this time, I'm going to make you do it for three days. Good luck. By the way, every time you relive it, that will only be a second that passes. Yeah, I know Naruto because he can do that if that's yeah, what he there's wants. There's definitely a lot of moments in Naruto where there's so much disrespect. Um, like I mean, we could talk disrespect. I can also bring up the kunai, the 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 Kurenai God, incident. Yeah, no, that that one was bad. I don't know what the fuck she was she, thinking. She, she, she wasn't like, thinking. That's the problem. <laughs> she was like, "I'm a Genjutsu specialist. I'll put Itachi in a Genjutsu," and he just kind of looked at me and was like. I'm, Bitch, I'm sorry. Am I being disrespected? Right? <laughs> I, I'm a. I, you're trying to put in, in Uchiha and a Genjutsu. Yeah. You're trying to put Itachi Uchiha, the the genius Uchiha, best Uchiha there ever was. Yep. Aside from you know, fucking Madara and shit like that. But he's like, you're trying to put me, the child prodigy of the Uchiha, that no one in the Uchiha can compare to currently, in a Genjutsu. Yeah. Yes, you're stupid. Yep. Uno reverse card. Now I'm going to kill you. Um, oh, I remembered the one I was thinking of. Okay. Um, in uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, there is a moment where it's the finals of a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament, and it's the first time Kaiba ever saw a Pegasus actually duel somebody in person. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. So yep. what happens is... Basically, mm-hmm. Pegasus is like, nah, nah, not even. Or he goes, I'm gonna. He picks a random kid from the cl- uh, from the crowd and tell. And Bianchi's like, hey, you can't ask for help. He's like, I don't need help to beat you. Even a child can beat you. Proceeds to have a child sit down in his place, give the kid an entire uh, plan on how to beat Bandit Keith, 
step by step. And when Bandicoot plays a card, the kid's like, oh, yeah, that's a strong card. But this note that Pegasus gave me told me to play this card and basically went on to defeat Bandit Keith in front of millions of people. The level of disrespect that Pegasus put on a lot of people is amazing. Not to mention he disses Bandit Keith again later on when he does the whole art tar- tournament thing. He literally had a gun to his head and he just started laughing and he was just like, Bro, you are the weakest person I've ever faced or, in my or life. Or if you watch the four kids dub or the four kids version, Bandit Keith was pointing a finger at him. Finger gun. The finger, finger gun. Yeah, the, the, the deadly finger guns. Um, yeah, no, that's definitely one. Um, another one is uh, the Charmander episode with um, Pokemon, OG Pokemon. Uh, where oh where God, yeah. Charmander's original owner basically told Charmander to stay here. I'll come back for you. And Charmander believed him. And basically this dick, I think his name was like Damien or something stupid like that. Um, it was, uh, it was, it was, Barry, it was something with, it was a D name. I, I honestly can't remember. It's been a while since I watched the episode. Hold up. Hold I think up. It was Damien. Cause I think I was just watching a watch mojo, um, disrespectful moments in anime. And that was on there. And it, it wasn't Damien. It was um <laughs> wasn't Cameron, it wasn't Gary, it wasn't Gladion. Um Paul. It was Paul. Uh yeah, it was fucking Paul. Paul, the the, the dude with the purple hair. I'm I'm giggle. Uh, Damien, yeah, it was Damien. In uh, in anime, Ash requires a Charmander in the early uh, early in the series. Ash's Charmander originally belonged to a trainer named Damien, who believed it was weak and yeah. Damien, I, I'm literally I literally googled it. I googled Charmander's original owner in anime, and yeah, who believed it was weak and cruelly abandoned it, telling it to stay on the rock uh, uh, outcrop until he returned. And then Charmander was in the. Oh my god, it's completely different. Yeah. So yeah, like this guy thought Charmander was weak, which is one of like the most like sh- which is one of the strongest starter Pokémons you can get in Pokémon. Called it weak because, you know, he's a horrible trainer and can't or doesn't know how to train his fucking Pokémon. And yeah. Those and just I fucked up so badly that not only did I get the name wrong, I remembered the wrong person. <laughs> And like three parts later, bro. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give one more, and then you can give one more. Um, this okay. one is definitely one of my favorite ones, and it is during uh the one of my favorite animes, uh, one of my top fives. It's Demon Slayer. Um, and it's when the Hashira and Tanjiro and all of them are having their meeting in the first season, and the wind Hashira basically shows up. Is like she can't be or you know she's a demon we need to punish her and proceeds to basically stab at uh nezuko who is inside of her chat or inside of her crate and goes and pours blood telling her to eat up there's uh her meals there the fact that this dude literally beat the fuck out of her, or attacked her and then tanjiro goes shows up and headbutts him tanjiro headbutts this guy to stop him from being a dick like this dude literally showed up was like, yep. who the fuck is this guy? I don't fucking care who he is. I don't care what his sister is. She's a demon. She needs to die. Because, you know, the Hashiras are, we have to kill demons. That is our job. We can't let any demon live. 
and yeah, shows up, stabs her, st- uh, cuts himself to pour blood on her to make her go feral and attack. And yeah, Tanjiro basically gets away from everybody, shows up, and fucking headbutts the fuck out of this guy. And it is one of my favorite moments of uh, Tanjiro is basically putting this Hashira in his place. Alrighty. I'll go back to uh, Naruto because you can't talk about disrespect in anime without bringing up the the Killer Bee incident. <sighs> That that was another one that showed up on uh, Black Force uh, Energy. Killer B was one of them. So proceed. Uh, I can't remember what moment. There's a lot of with him, but so so back when uh, B is first introduced, it is under the guise of Sasuke and his newly found Akatsuki group, uh, yeah. trying to obtain him. Hebe, I think they called her name. And they group. It was like uh, Hebe or no, it was um. Something H. It was like a bird or some shit like that. Taka or some uh, shit. Taka, yeah. Taka was the name of the group. He had like two names for it. It was like he. It was like uh, Hiri or Hibiki, and then it was Taka. I think uh, it was some dude. He he is not a good no, namer. But um, but literally what it, what it came down to was like at this point the experience that he had with oh, so um, it was it was hebe which it, i think i if i remember correctly it roughly translates to snake yeah hebe literally means yeah, and snake. then he renames it to taco once their goal is to go and crush Kona. yeah yeah so the whole thing here was straight up that like like uh the only experience that they have with Shinjiriki is on naruto side and they when he scrapped with Naruto when he was younger, so he's like, yeah, no, it's it's cool. They're stronger. Like, they're strong. I'll give them that. But uh, nothing we can't handle. Um, He had not known what the fuck he was getting into with. As soon as he pulled up on B, B was like, cool, cool, cool. Let's scrap. And then they start scrapping and fighting. And then, and like, B literally stops in the middle of fighting them and just starts ra- writing raps and then you're like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, you got me a good rhyme in my mind. So I'm writing that down. So he starts writing up raps that he's thinking of, and all like in the middle of fighting them, he stopped because they are not worth fighting. Because he would rather put more effort into writing down the rhymes that he just thought up than to fight them because they're not worth. Okay, it. so I do want to bring this. I do want to bring this up to, to, to put in perspective. Sasuke nearly dies twice in this yeah. fight, and they only manage to capture a tail. Yeah. Right. So I do want to bring this up. He literally went blind. Yeah, go ahead. So, uh, and then he can continue from where you were off. So, I also want to bring this up: is the fact that the first time we get like a person of color in Naruto, um, like really get a one that has like some kind of you know finesse about them, you know, some thing, is a stereotypical rapper. Um, also, can we also bring up the fact that the English voice actor also voice acts the uh, creator of the Zanpakutos in? Um, the Blood War arc, and he is doing the exact same fucking thing with that character too, where he's basically making that character rap. Can we just? I love both I of do. them dearly. Like I, I keep them both I in do. my heart. I, I love them. They're like the best parts. Don't of the Don't get part. me wrong. I love it, but can we also just bring up the fact that the first time we see like an actual character of color that has some kind of substance to them, they are a stereotypical. They are a stereotype. Yeah. But, 
That's Japan. What, what were you I, expecting? I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And like I said, I love the voice actor, and I find it so hilarious that it's the exact same voice actor. I noticed it the moment I heard the voice. I'm like, hey, that's Killer B's voice actor. And they're like, oh, he's in the mouth thing again. Uh, dude, every fucking time I've seen that, I'm like, okay. I wonder how people of color feel. I wonder how black people feel when they want to do this. So I started looking at reactions to it. They fucking oh, I, love I B. I know they love B. They B all is, love B. B is a fantastic character. And I, he is definitely one of my favorite characters up there. But yeah, no, like I said, it's this, it's so funny that the first time, no, the first time we get a character of color, they're fucking rapping. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, straight up how it was is just like, uh, Itachi, or not Itachi, Sasuke and like his entire group got their ass handed to them and they barely made it out alive. And they only were able to manage to uh, get a tail off of him. And they thought they killed them or they knocked him out. Uh, no, he just like was like, oh, cool, cut off the tail and then we can escape. Mm. You a smart motherfucker, B. Yeah, damn straight. And they just dipped and B was just like giggling like a little girl. He's like, who, 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 I get a chance to escape now. <laughs> Yay. Yo, yo, yo. I get to play out, around. Check it out. I got free. You can't okay. see me. It's me, Killer B. I, I wouldn't put it past that that's the actual I thing he fucking said. I wouldn't be surprised. Said. In fact, I think you're pretty fucking close to it, I wouldn't be surprised, actually. but yeah, no. Like I said, it's it, it, Killer B is definitely one of my favorite characters because he is basically the comic relief of that later part of uh of uh you know ship it in because when killer b shows up that's when everything starts going to fucking hell you know we're getting we're gearing up for the great ninja war you know and yeah killer b's like yo 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 it's killer b coming at you can't you see killer b jin cherokee you, know? you really wanted to do you really you've been waiting for a moment to pull not, the shit I'm out haven't lie. you yeah, this is too thought I'm out not, this is too thought out. You've been waiting I'm for this fucking lie, moment. not going to lie, there was a part of me that was like, mm, I can't wait to talk about Killer Bees so I can go like Killer Bees here. You've thought <laughs> about this a lot. I can tell. Uh, I, I can't rap what, uh, whatsoever, but that was all on the fly. I'm not going to lie. And I did it again. I'm going <laughs> to kill you for also fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. God, you know what? Golf clap. Golf clap for that cringy ass shit. Golf clap. Thank Good you, job. Thank you. And with that being said, uh, Triple, is there anything you want to talk or anything else you want to bring up before we call it a day? No, I'm pretty sure this is a good precursor. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, anyone listening to this, for sure, check out uh, our past episodes of uh, Talking Anime. Um, we had some fantastic conversations in the past um, from when it was me, from when it was me and Sky, me and Gachi, and then, of course, when it was the three-man team and then down to where it is now. Uh, for sure, check us out. Uh, give us uh, some five-star reviews and leave a review um, and tell all your friends about the hashtag Best Worst Anime Podcast all around. Um, if you are a fan of all things D&D and anime, um, me and Triple have a secondary uh, little project that we do, which is uh, our D&D anime-themed uh, podcast, where it's under, um, at the time I'm recording this, I believe it's still under Roll for Weeb, but I am going to be switching it to D and Weeb. Uh, so if this comes out and it's still under um, Roll for Weeb, 
Uh, that's where you can find it. Um, you can find our two series that's coming out, which is Rolpoctel Kai, which is us bringing back our old Bleach D&D campaign with uh, some new faces and some old faces. Um, and then we have our Isekai campaign, where uh, we are the originators of the Isekai anime idea. Um, we're bringing that. We brought that back. We have a brand new cast set for that one. Um, and by the time this comes out, the first season or the first episode of this uh, new D and D series will be out. Um, and definitely give that one a check and give that one a rate and a view. And of course, if you all have any interest in talking to us on discord or social media um links below for everything um we uh i'm active on discord as much as possible so if you hit up the discord uh join us talk to us um we are uh, gonna be releasing the um d and weeb um uh discord as well very soon once i have that basically set up for fan friendliness um right now it's mainly used just for us to record in uh, but that will eventually be dropping um, but with that being said, I have been Mitch. I've been Triple. Love every single one of you, and thank you all for listening to this week in Talking Anime. Thank you for listening to the hashtag Best Worst Anime Podcast round. It is going to be a great time to see you guys next time. And next time will be when it's another beautiful day to talk some fucking anime. Peace out, everyone. Peace, peace.